one of y'all holds a hatchet in like your promo uh, pictures. Oh, yeah. like what, what's up <laughs> with the hatchet? Um, uh, I'm nice. a juggalo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Welcome to the 144th episode of the Casa Inns Creation. I'm your host, Chris Deering. This is the show where I interview bands and public figures in the Mathcore Mathcore adjacent communities. Uh, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, do all the things social. Every little bit helps. Feel free to join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the live cast where you can interact with the guests in real time. Uh, you can ask some questions or just hang out with chat. Uh, you can subscribe to this Twitch channel for $5, which gives, you, which gives you access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and other streaming platforms, as well as get some exclusive emotes. Uh, you can also do that for free by attaching Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. It's like taking 5 bucks from Jeff Bezos' pocket and putting it in a mine. With that out of the way, let me introduce our guest today who dropped their debut EP, Hell is Real, back in April through Tomb Tree. Welcome in, Greedworm. How's it going? Hi. Hey, howdy. Thanks for having us. Dude, hell yeah. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Why don't we start by uh, introducing you guys. Tell us who you are, what you do in the band. I'm Ryan. I play guitar. I'm Wes. I play drums. I'm Trilly. I do vocals. I'm Sam. I play bass, and I yell sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> Alrighty. Uh so the your Facebook says that you guys got started in April, but you started in April. Uh but you've been telling me that you've been a band for about a year now. Can you tell us how you how the band came together? Yeah. Um so it kind of started with me and Wes. Uh me, Wes, and Trilly all worked at Zounds.com, which is like a music gear place in Chicago. Uh, it's like a call center. Um, so we were all working there and then COVID hit and we just kind of started writing MIDI demos. Um, so we were just writing like these little MIDI demos. I was really into like the red chord at the time. So we were writing a bunch of stuff like that. And then we kind of came up with this idea right around this time last year to kind of do like a sludgy hardcore thing. And Sam had sent us vocals for one of the MIDI tracks and, we heard that he was coming back and he might've had some interest in playing bass. And um, once he came into the fold, we we're like, Oh, this could actually be a band. And then Trilly ended up joining like right at the end and everything kind of, it fell together really well, like really kind of just molded really well. We all got along really easily. And uh, yeah, the songs kind of came really like fluently after that. Good creative synergy we share, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's awesome when things just kind of fall together like that, and you don't have to like force. Yeah. So the name Greed Worm, where does that come from? Yeah, we just kind of like we're just coming up with a couple of different names that are like kind of based off of like just our frustrations at the moment and things like that. But I just kind of just ended up being the one that stuck that we just kind of rolled with. Yeah, we wanted uh, something trudgy and gross sounding, so. Hey, my dad worm, that, it's a good name. I like it. Yeah. My dad asked me what a greed worm was. And I always like to think of it as like the little part in that, that's in everyone that's like, you know, that wants to like survive. You yeah. Know? That's like the animal instinct in your brain. You know, it's yeah. a greed worm crawling up. <laughs> I like that a lot. Also, it leads to an awesome logo. Uh, we got it up on stream now, actually, where the words are made out of worms and stuff like that. That looks really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, that was my buddy Dylan, who uh, plays drums in a grindcore band with me called Shrivel Up. Um, yeah, I was talking to him. I'm like, I want something kind of like squiggly, like wormy, but like drippy, but still like somewhat legible. And he like, that was like his first attempt. And I'm like, dude, this <laughs> is the first attempt. really kind of fits the vibe of what I'm going for. And uh, yeah, 
it, it came out super cool. Why didn't y'all use that for the album cover? You have a different logo on that one. We or did. Uh, we had uh, one of Trilly's friends, Killer Napkins, do the album art. And uh, he kind of came to us like with the font on it already. And we're like, yeah, it's, like, it's different. We didn't want to like just slap that font on everything so far. So it kind of fit like the motif of the album a little bit better, I think. Okay. Um, so how would you guys describe your music? What do you label yourselves as when you're pitching yourself? Lately, it seems like we've been catching the like sludgy hardcore thing lately. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's pretty apropos. We have like some death metal parts. We have like some grinding parts. We have like some hardcore punk parts. We have some sludge parts. So yeah, I don't know, a little something for everybody. Maybe, maybe like new death sludge because we got those like, yeah. metal bouncy parts. Yeah, well. that was a nice our... mid tempo that you can really groove to. Yeah, and then some fast flat beats. Yeah, that was our mantra at first: was new death sludge. <laughs> okay, okay, like inventing new genres. Uh, I feel yeah. like we have Killer Napkins in chat, or at least it's somebody that's promoting them. Uh, KillerNapkins.com, baby, is what he says. It's a Celestial Guys. Thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Shout out Killer Napkins. So you were talking about, uh, what was uh, that? What was it? New Heavy Sludge is what you called it? New Death Sludge. New Death Sludge. I'm sorry. You just even said the name. Uh, what are the influences <laughs> that go into New Death Sludge? Um, I feel like we were all kind of getting into like the new slower death metal that was kind of coming out and stuff. Yeah, Magenstomp. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of the Magenstomp stuff and like Frozen Soul and like Sanguisukabog and 200 stab wounds. 200 stab wounds. And then, um, yeah, and then we all have like a very profound love of like new metal and corn seems to be the general consensus of what this band yeah. really admires. Um, we had Ryan saw Devourment last yeah, year. Yeah, we did see Devourment. Stuff, and that kind of shaped a lot of stuff. Yeah, I almost got into a fight at Devourment. That was, yeah, that was really? pretty pivotal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my buddy, like, was... Some guy, like, hit my buddy in the pit. And I was, like, trying to jump on this dude. They figured it out, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they send each other Christmas cards now. um personally i would call you guys like power violence but i i I mean do you take offense to that term or no accept that graciously yeah um (laughs) yeah the 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 genre of power violence as like a whole has definitely evolved a lot in the past like 10 years it's been getting a lot like slower and heavier and um we definitely have like some weekend nachos influence too um just because like if you're from chicago and you're doing like a faster like heavy band that has like slow chunky parts like you're kind of gonna borrow from them just because they're such a good template for like that kind of aggressive type of hardcore um and they were always called a power violence band so yeah i think uh i think anytime you throw blast beats in something someone's gonna think that you're on the more extreme end of things but we really just like everything you know oh yeah well, I feel like your music's a lot more diverse than other bands that uh, I would put yeah. under the Power Violence banner. So, uh, New Death Sludge it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's whatever you want it to be. It's like R.L. Stein. You can choose your own adventure. It's, it's just a fun, warmy time. Yeah, exactly. We just get warmy. <laughs> 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 
So what's the writing process like with y'all? Is one person directing it, or are y'all like kind of bringing in different things and melding, melding it all together? Yeah. Honestly, this is probably like one of the most collaborative bands I've been in in terms of I feel like we all bring a lot of ideas to the table and like receive and share feedback or sending demos back and forth. Um, mm -hmm. And it's really cool to like kind of share the work and creativity um, amongst all of us and have such a collaborative process. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we definitely try to keep everything pretty pretty concise too, so like everyone does get a chance to sort of like direct a song in a way too. Yeah. To, so like, it's not just one person in a way writing like, like an epic or anything like that. Yeah. When we first started, um, Wes and I had like the skeletons for like like half of the songs on the record, and it really wasn't until like Sam and Trilly came in that like the overarching themes of it kind of came in and like the parts that I couldn't just like fill in playing guitar kind of came in and like the, the symmetry of the music definitely became a lot better once everybody was solidified. And now everything is like a collaborative writing process. And I feel like um, we've gotten a lot better because of that. Cause it's not just one person's input or two people's input. Yeah. What about the lyrics? Do y'all share that too? Or uh, I assume it's really that doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I do most of them, but I ask for suggestions in case you know, I ask for, you know, feedback and you know, like check it out, read read it, you know, make make any changes you see fit. Oh yeah. Uh so the lyrics deal with the de degradation of uh, American society, I would say, mainly criticizing religion. Uh could you expand that a little bit? Uh why why so much hate for the church? I mean, just take a look at the evangelicals now they're trying to reverse roe versus wade and that's insane to me you know that's happening in our lifetime you yeah. know yeah I, i'm sure you you feel it a lot more than we do down yeah in texas in texas you know yeah i mean it, it's bad everywhere i, I would say uh that yeah, there's so and, much uh like the minority is uh kind of uh trying to govern the majority you know what i mean it's, yeah it's exactly. everywhere it's going bad yeah, the that just that uh, evangelicalism has seeped so far into like politics and social structure that um, it kind of dictates like the norms of society and what people are willing to accept is like their existence when we all kind of live in mediocrity because of those social stigmas and norms that were introduced by, you know, like the church and that kind of being indoctrinated into politics as well. So, yeah. It's it's bad. God bad. Jesus bad. And I feel like it's from both sides too. You know, you yeah. Got, you got the evangelicals on the right, and then you got the corporate woke on the left. Yeah. The I would say the corporate woke's on the left. I would say they're more like the center one. But uh, yeah, are, yeah, yeah like just, they try to perceive themselves left. Yeah, you know? left. Yeah, there's literally no left party in American party yeah. politics. Everything right. Is right center. Yeah, everything is right center. Um. Uh, did you go to church as a kid? I did, yeah. yeah I, I, I got, I was like confirmed. Yeah, I'm, I was raised like strictly Roman Catholic. I was baptized. I was baptized Catholic. <laughs> Roman Catholic? Damn, so that's like really strict then, isn't it? It's Catholic. Like I was baptized, confirmed Catholic, went to church every Sunday, did Bible study, kind of went through with confirmation more out of like family obligation yeah, than right. anything. Um, but I think like, you know, that there's a lot of impact that's had on like my spiritual and emotional well-being later in life, even a decade after I've kind of strayed away from Christianity. 
Yeah. And Catholicism is a lot of uh, like the damnation and like stigma of being a human being. It's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And you can only repent so much before it's completely unacceptable and you're already sentenced to hell. So it's a lot of like fire and brimstone and trying to scare the bejesus out of shit like children. Um, so yeah, you like, you know, what's you your tithe in church? You're going to heaven, baby. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like how much you put into like the till to like buy your, um, you know, eternal, your eternal ticket, I suppose. Salvation. Your salvation. That's right. Terminator to salvation. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much how how I was I was raised uh, uh, Methodist actually, and uh, okay. I was forced to go to church and stuff until one day I started talking about how I'm a Satanist and stuff, and they uh, didn't want me to come back. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not like that anymore. I'm not like you know r slash atheist or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Oh my religion. god, yeah. See, there's so many cringy parts of it. Yeah, atheism, beauty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so this was recorded, mixed, and mastered by Pete Grossman at Bricktop Studios. How was your experience? Awesome. Yeah, Pete is is the guy. Anybody in Chicago, go to Pete Grossman. Go to yeah. Bricktop. It, yeah. it, he's he's a master engineer and great dude. Oh, just man. so easy to work with. Like very natural and comfortable. Like would give feedback when I requested it, but also like wasn't overly controlling of the process. Just like so easy to work with and masterfully skilled. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, it sounds really good. Uh, you got a really good product out of it. Yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. Um, I really love your use of samples, especially uh, the opening of the track "Hell Is Real." That's so fucking good. Uh, where it uh, does it a chant? I don't know if it's is it supposed to be a song or is it a chant that they're saying? I guess it is a song kind. of. Uh, yeah. but being god's army or whatever that that's yeah. so fucking good oh my god it hits so well uh where do you, where y'all getting all these uh samples from because there was like what was it three of them in the whole ep i think there's yeah three or four they're all trailing yeah i i, I, I mean, oh like you recorded I, yourself they're not actually like clips taken from stuff no they're like clips yeah okay, they're like okay. samples and like but truly like Truly comes up with the ideas for them and then like manipulates them to give them that creepy vibe okay where are you uh getting these from uh youtube mostly like uh and a lot of a lot of it i craft on 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 my own uh electronic gear too okay like a lot of the effects and like the the swells you hear and stuff like that do you have like a uh folder on your computer just full of these weird clips yes <laughs> i, I, oh, I yeah. get a lot of reddit <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm like, yo, saving that, saving that, saving that. Oh yeah, dude, I, I do the same thing too for for my music, so that's awesome. <laughs> um, oh, uh, you have a secret track at the end. Uh, is this supposed to be like a songified preacher set to like an EDM beat or something? Or what's up with the last the hidden track at the end? Yes, yeah. Speaking of uh, Reddit, I got that. So it was like pretty much anti-abortion Christian versus pro-life Christian uh, or, or, or pro-life Christian versus uh, pro-choice Christian. And the pro-choice Christian is like, how dare you, you know, use the word of God to tell people, women, what they can do with the bodies, you know? It was just this whole exchange. And and Pete is the one who put the, uh, what, what is that effect on it? The, well, auto-tune? whatever effect. The auto-tune effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it has the auto-tune, yeah. And, and then you throw a beat over it. That oh, sounded so right. fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I just put put together like a like a hard hard drive and like a hard, hard house beat. 
That's nice. Uh, did y'all do y'all play like that hidden track? Do y'all play that during your live set? Like, just have that going on to take a break or something? We'll usually just put it on at the end of the last song. Hell yeah! So like we'll finish and there will be a bunch of feedback and then dun 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 uh so as we were saying before the artwork's done by killer napkin uh we have the art up on stream now um is this supposed to be any preacher in particular or is this just a random dude probably a wealthy one yeah a, a wealthy preacher yeah not, not yeah. in particular we, we okay. based him on we wanted like a preacher but like a big text style preacher you know like just like a, monumental like a giant okay. monument standing in the middle of a field and uh if you go anywhere around here, like in the more remote areas, or you I, go to Indiana, you see those hell is real signs everywhere. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like, like those are real. Yeah, hilarious. you'll see like signs that are like a Bible passage and it's six billboards in a row. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah, hell is real. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, that's so uh, like, this is things that we like actually see, you know, just huge, uh, like false idols, I suppose. It's in between, like, the trucker sex shops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, between, like, the trucker yeah. mess stops and, like, the huge, like, sex stores and stuff where you can buy, like, a dildo the size of your arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you also have a sick music video with, like, it's, I, I wouldn't call it a visualizer, but uh, you have a sick music video put together by, by Charlie, actually, uh, that... Yeah. Uh, goes to hell is real and we're gonna be playing that real quick uh you want to tell us uh how you came up with all this stuff because this is like talent i'd say oh thank you Thanks. yeah thank you uh yeah pretty much i i just love horror movies you know all my friends could vouch for me just like every time we're in discord you know i'm like putting on a horror movie or just something spooky so yeah the void and uh What's the other movie? Prince of Darkness. Yeah, Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. I've never seen that one. I've heard of The Void, I think. I'm not completely sure. Is The Void where all we got the creepy monster from or whatever? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need to look into this. Because uh, that monster is fucking... Yeah, Prince of Dark Darkness. It, it's all Cthulhu. You know, Lovecraftian uh, base. Pretty much Cthulhu mythos. Fucking... Yeah, there's never been like a, a movie to me that really pulls off the Lovecraftian thing super well, but this is... Uh, let's see here. Uh, so, you guys have been uh, moving pretty fast uh, since you guys got started here. Um, are y'all planning on doing like a tour or anything like that? You've already done like six shows. Are you planning on like playing out of state anytime soon? Yeah, that's really what we're working towards um it was nice for us to get really comfortable here like people seem to really respond to us playing live around here because now we're at that point where we kind of want to um you know like branch out a little bit kind of hit the midwest a little bit more and then uh just keep focused on like focusing on writing and playing like shows that we're gonna you know know or be a know that we'll have like a good time if we're playing here um so yeah just kind of focusing on trying to get out a little bit more and meet some new people, see some new bands. Yeah, but no, like, uh, immediate plans to do so. It's just, like, something that you're looking into. Not right now. Yeah, we've uh, we've been pretty productive, and 
Like most of the hard work's been done with us getting this record out. So now we're just kind of taking like a moment to breathe and be like, what's, what do we want to do to keep the band moving in a uh, kind of forward momentum? So yeah, just kind of figuring it out along uh, the way. London Dungeon in chat says, let's do a Greedworm and Sarin tour. Saren. Oh, yeah. Saren. Okay, yeah. So you should talk to uh, Saren if you're looking for good bands around here. They're so, so good. Fucking Very heavy. nice dudes. Uh, super heavy. Yeah. If you're into like full of hell and like tragedy and stuff like that. Um, they're just so heavy. So nice. And um, yeah, I would love to do a tour with those guys. They are a blast. They are known to keep weapons on them on tour. Mike, I'm not letting you bring any sort of like axe or battle blade or pocket knife or whatever yeah these dudes they come stacked with weapons and they're already big dudes so they're they're super intimidating but they're the nicest guys yeah shout out saren love you boys well you talk about like bringing weapons but uh you guys have or one of y'all holds a hatchet in like your promo uh pictures what's up with the hatchet um i'm a juggalo Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't know. We just had it, and it I lives think, in the band. yeah, it lives in like the band that we, in like Sam's van. So we were, uh, like just outside smoking by his van, and we're like, let's take a picture. And I was like, ooh, I want props. So I just grabbed the the axe, <laughs> and I was kind of going for the Crystal Castles thing, <laughs> like the like duck down thing, but like okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of odd too, but it makes sense. That was that was the inspiration. Was that <laughs> Crystal Castles album cover? Uh, so you played a few shows. What's the best show you've played so far? Um, honestly, I think it was like on Thursday. I think yeah. that was our favorite show. We played with a uh, chamber, and then our buddies in Bovice and then uh, another band reality check and claim and this band this straight edge band called the claim that was really good too um but yeah we were always really into chambers so it was super yeah. cool to like get to play with them and they were very nice dudes and very complimenting and they're uh they're like very mathy and like technical but like it's in a very like heavy way and it doesn't seem like oversaturated with like complicated parts it's just everything this is just so heavy and like it sits in its right place so yeah it was cool to uh see a band like that's that tight super nice dudes too yeah and Hell spencer yeah, still. Still found that. yeah our it, buddy it, it spencer morris great. did great yeah oh yeah that's awesome um i'm sure you i'm not sure if you guys have been around long enough to have a bad show but any uh odd experiences playing shows um, the book uh, club was a little weird. I yeah, a little weird. Very limited capacity. So a funny story about this place: Greedworm played there, and um, the capacity is like sixty. It's like literally like a little loft where people would do like book readings and like stand up stuff. And um, so that one sold out. We're like, oh, cool! This is awesome. And then. My other band, Snuffed, was playing with this really well-known hardcore band called Gel there on a Monday. And it's like a 65 cap. And the promoter didn't know like that these bands would draw. So 200 people came. Damn. And um, it was like, a, it's a stairway up to this venue. 
Uh, so people are standing in the stairway. It's a huge fire hazard the whole time. This place is a shit show. And then my band starts playing and like a bunch of people rush up the stairs. And then this guy cuts off all the power to our stuff. And like, we're like thinking that our stuff is breaking. And he's like, whoever charged up the stairs has to get the hell out of here. And then all the bands, we made like a grand that show. And all the bands had to turn over the money because like, the venue got damaged or whatever. What? It, it was an absolute nightmare. But I did the I've venue get damaged. I mean, there was like a hole in the wall, like a you know, like a big <laughs> hole in the wall. But <laughs> nothing like fifty bucks of he plaster. Went- yeah, he did. He <laughs> went ass first through this wall. <laughs> it was pretty good. But That's yeah, pretty that didn't happen at our show, unfortunately. <laughs> We haven't had no. any bad shows. We haven't had we any had really town, bad no. experiences <laughs> yet. So we're looking forward to it. We can't wait to have that uh, bad story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. I, I think we're jaded. Sure. Yeah. We just have, <laughs> we have too many fun times. We're going to piss off the wrong person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're looking to make enemies quickly. I mean, I would say we, we try to have a very wholesome time, truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. We're all polite. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's important to be like very ha- like wholesome and a nice person especially in like extreme music you know there's so many people who put on the macho kind of tough dude vibe and so edgy yeah and that's that's not any of us so Anti-tron. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah we're all about the charm in this wagon there are a lot of edgy people out there uh celestial guys says st louis shows coming question mark we would totally play there. Um, yeah, absolutely. I saw that Killer Napkins did the art at Sinkhole. One of my other bands was there recently. But yeah, St. Louis, holla at us. We'll be there. <laughs> uh, so you guys got shirts over at greedworm.bandcamp.com. Uh, you also got Ooh. blades, uh, a swirl color, black and clear over at uh, zbrusa.com. You got anything uh, you could show us? Oh, yeah. Got the record, the shirts. Hell yeah! Oh, I can bust that. Bam! What uh, would you get? The uh, black one or oh, the swirl one? Awesome! This I was wondering how these the look. We're actually sold out of these bad mana jamas. This one's DVR Canada. So they're yeah, actually shiny. Then I was wondering how they would come out because uh, I figure he uses the same thing he does on the tapes to do that. So, like, yeah, that's really I don't know. Cool. The tape came out super sweet, but like we only needed like a single sided twelve. So we just did the swirl over here. Um, so it's essentially like a picture disc kind of thing. You're right. like when people catchings. And, how do yeah, you do that? That's up, crazy. Like, I don't know how you could do that for a vinyl record. You I know? literally, I think we saw him dipping them. Yeah, he sent us a shout video. Shout out to Dave Norman. Yeah, that was Dave Norman. Oh yeah, shout out Dave Norman. But yeah, like I've seen videos of him like dipping tapes, and that like makes sense because you take it apart, pull the insides out, put it back together, then dip it. But like a record, you would figure it both sides would be swirled. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't I know. I think he off one probably side. kept like yeah one side like taped off. Okay, huh. interesting. Well, uh, since you mentioned Dave, uh, how did you guys hook up with uh, Tomb Tree? Well, I play in another band called Crowning. And, oh uh, shit you do okay that's yeah. awesome i know crowning i know crowning is that's sick yeah so dave and in our bands dave cullen is is in charge of zbr usa 
Oh, okay. And then I'm like, yo, you want to put out the greed worm stuff? And he's like, I love listening to him. He's like, hell yeah, let's do it. So that's, you know, it, it, it was pretty much a shoe in, you know? Yeah, okay. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Shout out to Dave. Um, Celestial Guys says there are a few left of the swirls in the Canada distro. Pro tip. Oh, maybe, maybe there you go. Oh, he says I'm not killing napkins. Just a fan. Appreciate the answer. So oh, I guess this God. is a Dave then, or one of the Daves. So uh, hey, there we go. Appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, wrap this up with your album of the year for last year, or if something caught your eye this year, you could uh, shout that one out. Yeah. What have What have you guys been listening to? I think like I mean this year probably uh, <laughs> Chambers newest. Yeah, the new uh, chamber is really good. The new Nomos record is really good. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah that's a really good record. Um, I liked. What else have I been listening to? The new Warthog record. If you're into like hardcore punk, the new Flex record is really good. Noel for death metal. Yeah, Noel. If you're looking for that grindy kind of stuff, yeah, super good. Um, Asymptotical World EP. Eve's tumor was really good. Yeah. I got to see them a few months ago, and it was sick. What was um, the band name again? Yves Tumor, or Yves Tumor? Y-V-E-S. Hmm. Never heard of them before. Yeah. It's, a, it's a crazy name. Other than that, I I, um, I like this uh, band called MS Paints. And they're from, like, Alabama, and, oh, they're, yeah. and they're super good. Oh, yeah, um, MS Paint is great. Yeah, so... That sounds like the that. name of a cyber grind band. Is that, like, or right, Nintendo Core or something? So, um, but it's like this. It's almost like the Beastie Boys. Like really? it's, it's what the hell? It's awesome. when like when they were picking up instruments and stuff. It's it's super yeah. interesting. It's got a super deep vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a really cool like Discord kind of vibe to it. Um, but yeah, it's cool. MS Paint. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, well, is there anything else you guys would like to say on our way out? No, thank you so much for having us. We yeah, really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thank you guys for coming in. Um, yeah, so if you're looking for an intense, gripping, hardcore record, you need to check out Hell is Real, the debut EP from Greedworm, which came out back in April. Uh, you are on Facebook, Instagram, Bandcamp, YouTube, and all streaming platforms. Um, am I missing any kind of social media stuff? No, I think that's about it. Let's get wormy, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, as for me, drop my channel follow so you always know when I go live. You can also sub to get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube as well as uh, uh, before they hit YouTube or streaming services as well as get some exclusive emotes. You can also sub for free by attaching Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube folks, if you enjoyed the video, please drop a like, tickle, tickle the notification bell. Don't forget to subscribe. It's a great way to support me for free. Check out my music, The Sound That Ends Creation, at the Sound That Ends Creation at Bandcamp.com. My album, Boomers, Zoomers, Desperate Coomers, is out now. Uh, my next guest is Steak Sauce Mustache, who dropped their new album, All Juice, No Noise, back on May 13th through uh, Silent Pendulum Records. Join us this Wednesday, the 25th at 7 p.m. Sorry, 6 p.m. Central, uh, this Wednesday for the live cast. Uh, thanks for being here, y'all. Hope you had a good time. Thank you so much yeah. for having us. Yeah. I sincerely appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you guys for watching and listening. Why take it, take up, that I, that is threat.